Chapter 10 Valley Girl I'm just not pretty enough anymore, Lynn thought. I never was. I deserve all of this. I deserve all these fucking dicks in front of me. All these broke, disgusting men. It's just the best I'll ever do. I'm just not pretty enough anymore. I never was. That's it, Lynn, Rick called to her. Take a fucking look, girls. This is a fucking pro. All you bitches could learn something from her. Jesus, we fucking missed you so much. Now, Lynn, see if you can tongue his balls while you deep-throat his cock. You missed me? What a fucking joke, she thought. More like you missed the easy money and the free advertising, you fucking asshole. It wasn't enough that I came all the way back to L.A. to film a couple scenes. You had to trick me into this fucking bukkake scene, too, just to show me how far down the food chain I've fallen. The train of thoughts were coming faster than the naked guys jerking off in front of her. I knew I should have done that reality show. Lynn was amazed at how shitty skin visions had become since she had last worked for them. Rick had always been cheap and made sure the bottom line was super low, but this was a joke. The male performers in front of her looked like they had been picked up from a hobo encampment. She used to actually look forward to fucking the guys in scenes. They used to be hot and good at their jobs, but now the guys that were gathered around her were old and gross and could barely get their disgusting little dicks hard. The lure of easy money and free accommodations was just too hard to walk past, but this wasn't anything close to easy. This was the exact reason she had left L.A. in the first place. It was supposed to be two hours' work and two scenes, but now it was three hours and three scenes. Back in her prime, doing a scene with more than two men wasn't even on her radar, but now she was working with five guys, all of them taking a turn in every orifice she presented. She was being paid a little over $7,000, which wasn't bad for a few hours' work, but at the same time, for what she was doing, it was barely worth it. The job wasn't the real reason she had come back, though. It just helped her make the decision. Getting into the porn industry is not as easy as everyone thinks, but it was for Lynn. She was born into it, conceived on a Van Nuys porn set in 1983. A gangbang gone bad. There were five guys who potentially could have been the father, but none of them were willing to step up, and none of them were worth chasing for a paternity test. Her mother was Angela Rocks. She was one of the premier porn stars in the glory days of the adult film industry, a time when VHS tapes and magazines were the only places you could see pornography, other than shady movie theaters and adult bookstores. Angela had named her daughter after her mother, and at the time, she didn't want Lynn to follow in her footsteps, but naming your child Lynn Ava Van Wilde didn't seem to support that. Lynn didn't even need to think of an exotic name or use a combination of her first pet's name plus the first street she lived on to find the hidden porn star moniker. Lynn Van Wilde was pretty much perfect. Cinnamon King Arthur, if you were wondering what mine is. Angela Rocks, star of over 80 adult films and mother to a beautiful and carefree child, died before Lynn was seven. She was a victim of cancer of the cervix. Lynn's stepdad, slash not her real dad, had done his best to look after a child he really didn't have to, and had tried to guide her away from repeating the cycle her mom had gone down, but the dim lights and dirty money had her in a tractor beam from day one. 
It didn't help that she had inherited her mom's massive tits and piercing blue eyes, plus a mane of long and thick blonde hair from whoever her dad was. Every sleazy porn producer had been watching the calendar, waiting for her to turn 18. But the one guy who was sleazier than all of them got his hands on her just after her 17th birthday. Rick was an old family friend and porn star. The rumor mill in the industry suspected he was actually her real dad, but it was never confirmed or denied. She started out as fresh teen face in Cheerleader Seductions 6, then turned to a sexy 20-something in Co-Ed Cock Cop 3, then a youthful 30-ish cougar in Office Fuckfest 5, then finally a mature and motherly goddess in Confessions of a Mother, Fuck Her. There were plenty of other films in between those, but they were her most notable, and all of them were produced and directed by one man, Rick Richardson. Rick owned Skin Visions Studios, and it wasn't the most prestigious of establishments inside or out. Buildings nestled under the shadow of a decaying bridge in downtown L.A. rarely are. In the company's heyday, when it was located in the valley, it was a pinnacle, a bright light. But then the condom laws came in and they had to move their operations somewhere nondescript, somewhere no one cared about. Downtown Los Angeles was a perfect fit. It had been an old warehouse before a fresh coat of paint and an official-looking sign transformed it from a mid-level packaging company to the base of operations of a low-end internet porn company. Just like any industry, there are various levels of quality in porn. It's not too dissimilar to the car industry. There are lots selling luxury cars, new cars, used cars, and rusting pieces of shit on blocks being sold on Craigslist. Skin Visions sat somewhere between used cars and rusting pieces of shit on blocks being sold on Craigslist. That being said, porn is subjective. One man's disgust in seeing a starving crack whore with missing teeth blow a 300-pound fat guy is another man's instant browser bookmark. At the end of the day, you're watching it to get yourself off, so find your passion and enjoy it. Just come for a weekend, Rick had said. Do a scene, no pressure, no contracts. It will be great. And just like that, just when she thought she was out, they had pulled her back in. I'm just not pretty enough anymore, she thought. I never was. I deserve all of this. I deserve all these fucking dicks in front of me. All these broke, disgusting men. It's the best I'll ever do. I'm just not pretty enough anymore. I never was. Lynn was gagging, but that wasn't the reason tears were pooling at the corner of her eyes. She just couldn't wait to be done with this. She was angry at herself for thinking this was what she was missing, and that this was by any means healthy. She grew up in L.A. She didn't need a reason to come back and visit. All she had to do was call him and say she was back in town and that it would be great to see him, but in her mind, there was way too much opportunity to be let down. She wanted to call Cut and walk out, but that would probably mean no money, no accommodation, and most likely the end of her career. That reality show sure is looking good right now, Lynn thought as she went through the motions. The dark thoughts were coming faster than a tsunami of jizz. For fuck's sake, guys, stop being pussies, Rick yelled. This is Lynn Van fucking Wild. Every fucking guy from here to Rhode Island would have come five times by now. 
You're all making me fucking embarrassed to be a man. They were all amateurs. Pros would have all taken their turn with her and come within a short time frame, bathing her in a shower of jizz, but these guys could barely get it up, let alone come. There was something to gain from this non-triumphant return, and that was to hopefully be scarred so much she would never return to Los Angeles. Luckily for Lynn, anything was better than this.